around Australia on the Oz Ethereal Network and across the world online. This is Supernatural Sexuality with Dr. Seabrook. Hello everyone, welcome back to Supernatural Sexuality. I'm your host, Dr. Olivia Seabrook. Join me tonight as I take calls from listeners like you who have questions about their relationships or sexualities. As always, if you need to talk or if you'd like some advice, you can call us around Australia for free on 1-800-975-711 or internationally via our Geisline service at Seabrook On Air. It's been quite a week for me. I ended up travelling to Sydney for a relationship diversity conference and I was so happy to see a number of fans there. I'm so pleased to hear from you about how many are finding love or being inspired to communicate better with your partners. It's really recharged me for this week's show, I'll tell you that much. Speaking of which, let's get to the main part of the show, your calls. We have our first caller on the line. Hello and welcome to the program, Richard. How are you tonight? Sorry, Richard, you're not coming through clearly. Can you hear us? It's Nick, actually. Nick Hardwick. Why don't we jump straight into your question? Yeah, all right. I was wondering about your, uh, your carpet. No, wait, I mean your curtains. Uh Uh-huh. Do they, like, you know, match? Now that you mention it, there's actually an interesting story I could share about the common side effects of dating a poltergeist, but I don't think that's why you're really on the line with us tonight, is it, Dick? In addition to being an audio whiz, my producer Shannon does some pretty thorough screening of all our callers, and she seems to think you really wanted some advice on, hmm, boyfriend problems? Uh, Do you want to tell me about him? Nah, uh, I I don't know. It's nothing. Hey, it's all right. So you don't have to tell me what your real name is, but is there something else I can address you as? Um, Kevin, it's fine. How old are you, Kevin? Sixteen. Sixteen, okay. Well, it's good to have you on the line tonight. Sure. Yeah. I don't know how much you've been listening to the show, but my advice is focused on romantic and sexual relationships between supernaturals and humans. Does that sound like it relates to something going on in your life? Uh, it's just, uh, Take your time. I know asking for advice in public isn't always easy, but... Can clink film really keep you from getting the bite? Uh, I'm sorry? Like... My boyfriend said if we wrap everything up in it real tight, nothing can, you know, get through when you know. So, is that actually a thing? So, Kevin, is your boyfriend a... No, he's a human, but I'm a werewolf. And I know you're not supposed to pass that stuff on to non-supernaturals without, like, getting married first or something. But all anyone ever tells you about how to avoid that is don't bite people. Like, like that's all there is to it. 
So, my boyfriend said that he read online that with the Kling film, if we just cover everything in it, there's nothing to worry about when you... Yeah. But I kind of thought if you have to have plastic all over your face the first time you do anything, it just kind of feels like it'd be weird, you know? So, I guess, how do you... That's a great question, Kevin. First off, though, just to be really clear for everyone listening, cling film is not an effective barrier against STIs or a werewolf bite. Oh. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't think... I mean... Of course that'd be stupid. No, no, it's all right. Your boyfriend is on the right track with a preventative barrier. It's just not a great material choice outside of the kitchen. Since you're mostly trying to avoid teeth-to-skin contact, what I have heard good things about are sport mouthguards. I had a werewolf client in my private practice who said she used the same thing she wore for a game of roller derby, though I'd still recommend additional barrier protection if there's going to be genital contact. Now, I know she said she had hers custom fit by her dentist. Uh, but depending on your comfort, there's also the boil and bite options. You can get that from a pharmacy or a sports store. Definitely the second one. Just make sure whatever style you use has a snug fit. I'd suggest wearing it around your house first so you can get used to the feeling of it on your own. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Um... I guess I should go now. Before you do, have you and your boyfriend talked about safer sex options that don't have to do with the bite? You mean condoms and stuff? I do. Um, sort of? If ever you're looking for more information on that front, there are a couple of things I want to recommend before you go. Take a look at a website called scarletteen.com. There's a lot of information on there about sexual health and safety, and they've made a real effort to make sure they're covering those bases for human and supernatural teens. That's S-C-A-R-L-E, teen. You can also check the sexual health services in your area. Sexual health nurses are a great resource, and your conversations with them stay confidential. Yeah, I might check that out. One more thing. It's good that you and your boyfriend are talking about these things. Keep doing that. And if talking about sex feels weird or awkward some of the time, that's pretty common no matter how old you are or what your teeth can do. Good, because it feels really weird. Talk about that too. You might find out that you two have more in common there than you think. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I will talk. We'll talk. Hey, thanks. Seriously. And sorry about the whole... You know. Apology accepted. I'm glad you called. Yeah, me too. Thanks for the call. There are times I'm very glad you're a psychic, Shannon. It lets me know that whoever makes it through to me does need help. And just quietly, everyone, having a producer who knows what's likely to go wrong does wonders for making a smooth show. I'm very grateful for my now very blushing producer. (laughs) Sorry, didn't mean to embarrass you like that on air, Shannon. Let's go on to the next call, shall we? You're on the air. Go ahead. Hi, Dr. Seabrook. Uh, My name is Melody. Melody, what would you like to talk about? 
Well, it's about my partners. They're both sea witches, and we've been in a polyamorous triad for a couple of years now. Though, recently, they've been talking more about all the cool sea witch stuff they get to do. Like controlling the sea and talking to the moon. And this is something that upsets you? Yeah, I feel excluded. We all connected because I'm a scuba diving instructor, and we met by chance one day on the beach. But that all seems so long ago. I feel like I'm not cool enough for them anymore. So I think... I think I'd like to become a sea witch like them. To be honest, Melody, I don't think your decision to be a sea witch should be based on wanting to look cool in front of your partners. Yeah, I guess not. I just don't feel interesting anymore. You're a unique part of this relationship, Melody. Your partners wouldn't be with you if they didn't want to be. But I'm boring. Have your partners told you this? No. You're not boring, Melody. Have you tried talking to your partners about how you feel? No. I don't want to sound silly. You won't sound silly. Like I say often on this show, communicating with your partners is important. I suggest talking to them about including you in more conversations about commonalities that you share, like a love of water. That's true. I always hesitate about communicating. It's super hard. I understand this is hard, but I think in this instance it will really help. And promise me you'll put becoming a sea witch on the back burner for now. Changing who you are to be cooler is not a healthy way to solve problems. But becoming a sea witch could be something you discuss with your partners in the future, if that's what you really want. I will. Thanks, Dr Seabrook. Thanks for the call, Melody. There are so many paths to change in our world, some hard, some easy, but change is something that should come from within you, not because you want to fit in with people around you. This is Supernatural Sexuality. Time for a quick break, and we'll be back after these messages. Welcome back to Supernatural Sexuality. I'm Dr. Seabrook. I think we're ready for some more calls. Now, Shannon tells me we have a call coming in via the National Relay Service, so please bear with us as there may be a little dead air in between our conversation, and I will be speaking a lot slower for the relay officer. Hello, this is Dr. Seabrook. What can I do for you? Go ahead. Uh, Hello, this is Ready Officer Alex. I'll be relaying this call to you. Hello, Alex. I'm ready. Go ahead. Hi, Doctor. My name is Anthony. Thanks for taking my call. I don't listen to your show because I'm deaf, but people talk about it on the internet and I'm hoping you can help me out. Go ahead. Of course. What can I help you with? Go ahead. Thank you. I pre-typed this, so hopefully that makes this part a bit faster. I'm single and I'm a minotaur. And I'm having a lot of trouble finding dates. Or, actually, I don't generally have trouble finding dates, but I do have a lot of trouble keeping them. You see, everyone thinks of Minotaurs as super macho alpha male types, and I'm definitely not that. I'm just a regular guy. I'm not interested in being anyone's bodice-ripping fantasy, you know. I just want to eat at nice restaurants and see fun movies, and spend some quality time with someone special. Even in the bedroom, I'm pretty vanilla. 
I'm not really into domination fantasies or anything. I just wish people didn't assume I am, just because I'm a minotaur. So I guess my question is, how do I find people who won't try to force me into a macho stereotype? Go ahead. That's a good question, Anthony, and something I bet a lot of our listeners can relate to. People sometimes make a lot of assumptions about us based on stereotypes of our species. I'm so sorry to hear it's been happening to you so often. I think the first thing you can do is be very upfront when you meet people to date. Tell them that you've been struggling with people making assumptions about your role in relationships and you want to make sure you're starting out on the right foot. Uh, yeah, hold on. Just let me type that one out. <laughs> Sorry, yes, I'll go slower. If you are using the internet or apps to find dates, I recommend putting something on your profile about how you don't want to play that alpha male role, either in or out of the bedroom. Be firm in your boundaries. If someone tries to talk you into something that makes you feel uncomfortable, don't just brush it off, but be really clear and tell them that what they're doing is making you uncomfortable. If they don't respect that, then you know they're not someone you want to date. Just a second. No problem. And... Cool, go ahead. In terms of finding the right people, well, people of all species have been trying to figure that one out for thousands of years. And unfortunately, I don't think we've solved that one yet. But that can be as much a blessing as a curse. You might find the right person somewhere you never expected so keep putting yourself out there, Anthony, because you will find someone who appreciates you eventually. Does that help? Go ahead. Yes, it does. Thank you very much. All right, your caller is getting ready to sign off. Good luck, Anthony. Goodbye. And thanks to you too, Alex. Thank you so much to the National Relay Service for helping us out with Anthony's call. They do such important work, helping us make this world just a little more accessible for everyone. And it's quite possible that Anthony got help he might not have received without them. You can find out more about the NRS at relayservice.gov.au. Well, that's it for our show this week. I'd like to say thanks to Kevin, Melody and Anthony for their calls today as well as Alex for their services. Special thanks to Shannon Forth, our producer. I'm Dr. Olivia Seabrook. This has been Supernatural Sexuality. I hope you found something in our show tonight and I hope your relationships find their way. I'll see you next week. Supernatural Sexuality with Dr. Seabrook was created by Lee Davis Thalborn and produced by Pasa Volpez Productions. Dr. Olivia Seabrook is voiced by Mama Boho. Kevin was voiced by Michael Risso, with the call written by Andrea Clarsen. Melody was voiced by Leslie Gideon, with the call written by Ray White. 
and Alex, our Relay Service Officer speaking for Anthony, was voiced by Cass Nelson, with the call written by Aaron Kian. As a brief note, captioned episodes of this show are available on YouTube, with transcripts available on our website. For those who need or want them, links are in the show notes. The voice of the Oz Ethereal Network is Lee Davis Thalborn. If you like our show and want to support us, consider backing us on Patreon. We do our best not only to create a high-quality show for you, but to pay everyone involved in its production. Your monthly donation will help continue to support great shows like this one. You can become a patron via supersexradio.com slash Patreon. If you're not able to support us financially, consider rating and reviewing us on your platform of choice and spread the word about our show. If you want to learn more about supernatural sexuality with Dr. Seabrook, visit our website, supersexradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Supersex Radio, or one word. Up next on the Oz Ethereal Network, two Australians take a road trip across America in the pursuit of cryptids and legends in BS Cryptid. Find out more about this great show at sin.org.au slash show slash b-s-cryptid. <laughs>